Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Next Team Podcast, episode 29. So today I'm your host, Ramon. And um, I know as it's, this is a phrase I often say, elephant in the room, but I guess before we move to the elephant in the room, I would like to, you know, uh, have a few seconds to sort of talk about how the whole week has been very disheartening for me in that my tennis idol, Federer, has been dethroned as the GOAT by Djokovic. And Messi won the Copa America, meaning that he officially is now the best player and CR7 is no longer possibly in that bracket. I don't know. Nope. But, okay, I mean, but that's, that's for another debate. Different, different, never mind, different but debate. anyway, moving on for all that, what has made it even worse is the fact that England played England played Italy and unfortunately lost. And I know I've talked I've talked about my blind loyalty, but this has evoked a lot of uh, sentiments in me and the rest of us as well. So we'd like to raise our concerns and our voices as football fans. So anyway, today in our episode we have Arjun, yep. we have Tarun, <laughs> and we have fellow Marinetta fan Vikas who equally dispersed with me. From yes. the missed penalties by our resident United boys. But anyway, <laughs> moving on, I guess yeah. first things first, guys, overview. What do you guys generally feel? How are you guys feeling the day after the match? I feel gutted, honestly. Yeah, it's quite. I, I, I didn't realize how much I wanted England to win until the final whistle, honestly. Or yeah. rather, the, after the last kick of the penalty. Like, it, it, was, it, was, a, it was a gripping game. La. It was a really mm. gripping game. Yeah. Arjun, I know yeah. you must have been the most uh, affected. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, I mean, I honestly, I, I've been a neutral for international games since I started watching football. So, yeah, but I, okay. I do feel, I guess, like, in the sense that Italy have seen their success, like, we have seen success at this stage way more mm. than England has ever done. So, in that sense, yeah. I was rooting for England. In that sense, mm. I saw England as the underdog. And the way they lost is very cruel. I mean, in a penalty shootout, it's a toss of a coin. I mean, I was watching the Talksport interview that Mourinho did just before mm-hmm. coming on. And he did yeah. criticize Southgate's choices for the takers. And I guess we can talk about that later. But yeah. he said that, honestly, he's lost so many penalty shootouts, even having his best players take the first few penalties. So it's mm-hmm. really hard to, to fix it on that. I think what yeah. I was more disappointed with was after they got the early goal, mm. uh, it, I think they didn't press the momentum enough. And... I think in yeah. a final, you have to be brave to win. Yeah, there, mm-hmm. there, there's always the factor of managing games and get grinding out those wins. But in a final, in a one-off game where the Euros mm-hmm. is at stake, I expected yeah. more from England and I was quite disappointed in that sense. Yeah, I think before we talk about the sort of the sitting back and letting, letting, letting the team soak out the pressure, let's hear from Tarun about his overview about the game. Yeah. Yeah, unlike the three of you, I was actually rooting for Italy to win. Okay. So well, it was it was a really good night for me, sitting in a room <laughs> full of uh, uh, England supporters and watching mm. England lose. That was nice. Um, Wait, was the sentiment constant even after Henderson was on the pitch? <laughs> uh, good I was question. rooting for Henderson. I wasn't rooting for England. That's okay. the difference. And then, I, I mean, the moment he got taken then, off, I think that's it. The moment so he got taken off, there was So basically, Tarun wanted uh, Henderson hat trick and then England to lose four three. Uh, yeah, that would be. I will take it. I will take it. <laughs> okay, I yeah. think. Okay, la, so that's a very good uh, opening sort of start for our but, discussion. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I I do have to quote Pramod and say 
last night was a delectable medley of footballing splendor. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. yes. Very good football. That's an understatement to be honest. One of the one of the best finals I've watched. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Like from neutral perspective I still enjoy the game despite mm. England losing I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's start off with like the team selection. Let's go in chronological order. So clearly they played a back five. Uh, wing backs uh, Trippier and Luke Shaw. So what do you guys feel about that? Was it a right decision, wrong decision? I think it was a good call. It was a good call, I would say. Straight away, it's a good call. I mean, you saw it. Yeah. Italy yeah. were caught out. Huh? Italy were yeah. caught out. The first yeah. goal, my man, Shoboto Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's been uh, cemented. That's that the is yeah, that's the, the, te- yeah. the technique he showed to finish that. Oh, my God, that was, a, that was a striker's finish. That was a world-class striker's finish at the top of his game finish. Yeah. That was, very, he was very calm. Huh? That's what surprised me. How calmly he took the ball out of the... Like, it's not easy to, 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 to find that angle and finish it. And Donnarumma, like, he's a class keeper and he had no chance. Uh, he was stunned. No chance. He, he was, was stunned. stunned. Yeah. yeah. Stunned. yeah. No, the, thing about, the thing about that volley was the technique he showed uh, at such early, I mean, so, so early in the game. It's very easy to, because it's a big occasion, you get caught up in the moment and then you snatch at that chance. He's yeah. not even mm. supposed to be in the position of attacking the ball at that point in time. But he's there, he's calm. Very technical. He goes knee over the ball, keeping the shot down, making sure that he gets a good contact on it, and he hits it as sweet as a nut. And it goes, hits the mm. hits the side of the post and goes in uh, one nil England. And then I thought at that point, I think England, I think it was still quite a um, open game. I mean, it was okay, two minutes in only, but uh, yeah. at that still point, I mean, at, at that point, I thought that okay, England are going to take control of the game. It's actually going to come home. I can't believe that actually they haven't bottled it for once. <laughs> Uh, but Who yeah, I mean, soon after we saw what happened, like uh, yeah, which, yeah. But I think yeah, I think uh, coming back to the point, probably bit fire at the back. Yeah, I think it was there was the right call. I mean, all of them are questioning Southgate's call. I mean, uh, against Germany, it seemed justified because they used to play the back. I mean, Germany had a three at the back and two guys who would uh, play up and down. But yeah. uh, against Italy, it seemed like a wrong decision at the start. I think I think most people criticized mm-hmm. him for that, but. I think uh, second minute immediately Southgate proved that whatever decision he's made so far in the tournament has been right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think Arjun wanted to say something about decisions. I don't know if it's regarding this or was it regarding the penalties or like like do you want to raise it now or I I more more than like the shape of the team. I just feel like they didn't show enough courage. Like there's definitely enough quality in that England team to trouble their defense even more. Mm. And I don't know, like so. You, the way so do you do you feel like sitting sitting back and soaking up pressure shows like inexperience and fear rather than I, going out for it after the first goal? Do you feel like? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, because they don't get to this stage very often, there there okay. is that there is that extra pressure because you never know when is the next time they're gonna get to that stage. Mm. And yeah, I mean, you can argue that this is a very young he, team. And he did try four at the back uh, after a while. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, but it was very late in the game. I mean, yeah. see, that's the thing. Now, right now, you could. You can say it worked because they scored in the second minute. But to be honest, in the majority of the game, Italy were the ones that were dominating possession. Right. They were dominating the short count. Only, I mean, they were, I think they were putting in constant pressure and it, and it seemed like England were, were actually coping quite well, to be very honest. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, they weren't creating many chances, but I thought Kane was classed the first half, especially. Uh, he was playing as a midfielder. He was controlling the midfielder. He yeah. created, actually, the first goal, it was created by yeah. him. Yeah, he, yeah. He set he set up Trippier and there were a few couple of good moves which didn't necessarily end up in goals but um, could have uh, ended up could another have, day. Yeah. So mm. I thought, in the sense that at that point in time it seemed like the game plan was perfect. Southgate 
wasn't really uh, going for the jugular if you like to call it but yeah it was he was playing pragmatic football they got the early lead it seemed like the perfect game plan at that point in time but, but i think but, once uh, they conceded that's when everything went the, i mean the plan was i guess thrown yeah. out the window that's why i, I think there was a proper sucker punch to them like even yeah. immediately after the equalizer you could see like in a way their heads dropped and like they didn't really they didn't really you expect a, like a response right when you when you mm. when you concede a goal and then okay at, at this point it's like it's most likely whoever scores the second goal within the 90 minutes takes the game uh. and so i was expecting them to push really push for it and uh, there's no reason why they they couldn't have i think yeah like what pramod said that that pressure maybe just got to them a bit i think it also shows like the wealth or like the huge divide or like the gap between Mancini and Southgate. One is bringing on Pelotti, Berardi, Locatelli, all these players. The other brings on two. I, I, feel, I feel that's a bit harsh though. Because, okay, I mean, we're talking because England lost for penalties. It's a lottery under the day. But in 120 minutes, you couldn't separate the sides. Huh? That's a true flaw. I mean, whether you like it or not. On a, on a scoreline basis, right? You yes. Yeah. In, I would say 120 minutes of football, you couldn't that. separate the teams. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's a bit hard to say that oh there was a gulf in quality in terms of the yeah. managers. I don't I don't I don't buy but, that. As, as in, but I think Mancini trying to win it, whereas yeah. Southgate is just res- residing like but, setting I mean, for the. I think, I, yeah. I would say that, but that doesn't that didn't play into the result. That's my point. That's the thing. It didn't yeah. it didn't determine the result. The but result I do didn't determine by the penalty takers. But I yeah. do agree that Pramod is right in saying that Mancini technically did in the sense that yes the scoreline was one one but. It was clear that if was if if there was any team that was going to win it in the 90 minutes, it was Italia, and mm. I think credit goes to Mancini. And yeah, I guess we I mean we're speaking about England quite a lot. I think we should speak about one player in Italy that I think for me stood out, and that's Chiesa. I mean, I think he was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. completely unbelievable. I think, yeah, I think the, the, the best defenders they know what yeah. to do. Honestly, every yeah. time he every time he ran at them, they were like panicking. There was this insane run. I don't know. I forgot it was Declan the first half. Right. Second, right. second half. Yeah, Declan yeah. Rice. He yeah, just yeah, yeah. he sold Declan Rice, and then <laughs> killed uh, him to the teeth. Uh. Yep. Just like, oh, and then he just zoomed past, and then Pickford was just stranded. Honestly, he didn't know what what hit him. Honestly, he just flew past the side uh, of the goal, which was. I mean, I, if if anyone wanted to equalizer. I think that was that would have been a perfect equalizer lah. But I mean, obviously the equalizer came much later, which will come to that soon. I think. Yeah. So I think we almost sort of done with the whole Southgate tactical chat lah. But before we sort of move on, maybe to the second goal, maybe you can also touch up on the timing of the substitutions. Do you guys feel like it was too late? Because at the end of the day, if you compare to Italy's uh, substitutions, they I think 52nd, 54 minute they started. Whereas for us, for England, <laughs> for England, he only brought in like the likes of you know Rashford, Sancho, and it was purely for the penalty purpose, which also didn't work. But that's for yeah. hindsight. But yeah. he wasn't. I feel like he wasn't proactive enough. He was more like, okay, let's just. Essentially, for whatever reason, I don't think Southgate was trying to win it in the 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just look at the subs that he made, yeah, uh, mm. to bring on Henderson and Saka. I guess Saka at least makes sense because he needs to transition to a uh, back uh, four. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, obviously, I'm a Liverpool fan. I'm going to be supporting Henderson all the way. But the fact that he would be bringing him on instead of someone like Grealish, yeah, to try and win the game for you, it's uh, okay. I I don't understand it. I I I can see why he brought on uh, Henderson to be honest because I think we were losing. Okay, I keep saying we again. Uh, England <laughs> were losing the midfield battle. Um, in general, I think. the the double pivot of both rice and uh, the calvis they had a good game no doubt but 
um they i think he wanted more control of the midfield which is why he bought on henderson but yeah you can argue that um you want to you want him to make more attacking substitutions but i think he wanted to still continue playing with a back five mm-hmm. which is why he probably bought on henderson instead of yeah. uh, one of the yeah. attacking players so i am not too critical of that to be very honest because i think he still wanted to give the team that was there a chance because I mean, until um, the moment they scored they were always on the back foot uh, england because italy never italy okay first of all right credit to italy for not panicking at all wembley second minute shaw scores mm-hmm. i mean whole of england is in raptures it's easily so easy to just lose your head and then just go 2 3 nil down but at no point did they lose their calmness they still they still went at it as a team stuck together kelini was playing as a left back and a center back at the same time which i don't know how it's possible <laughs> And yeah. age of 36 he was yep. he was making overlapping runs into the box yep what a man <laughs> honestly and, and, that their partnership is is like now immortalized after this yeah, let's one let's finish the sound gate chat then we move on to okay sure sure yeah. <laughs> okay yeah yeah uh, yeah i mean pretty much i i i wouldn't crit- i mean personally i i i feel like his his decisions will always not be not the most popular ones lah but mm-hmm. i think he has gotten it right uh nine times out of 10 this tournament true, true. even yeah, in the yeah. final yeah, definitely even in the final i think he got i would say it's it's a, i mean end of the day i think it's for me i would say he got it right la it's just mm-hmm. unlucky that's, it's that's just the fact that it's a final yeah. that amplifies the mistake yeah, exactly. yeah it's still the mistake that yeah. everyone would make like normally so mm-hmm. yeah i think that's a that's a good way to sort of transition so yeah like what arjun was saying the partnership has been amazing from italy credit to them and of course one of the key vital part of the defense was their partnership and one of the members of the partnership is Bonucci who scored the second goal and equalized for Italy so i i think it's good to you know talk about how it was coming out like you guys said you know we we England was sitting back and we were England were inviting <laughs> just say we I keep, I keep just, saying just we. say we we understand okay, everyone understand just do it fine. it's fine yeah. anyway Stick so yeah stuff. sitting the sitting bear inviting the pressure clearly cost england and then so yeah arjun you're talking about the center back partnership right? so yeah and i think i think it's up there with one of the best partnerships ever right what what is it about italy and and, and great center back partnerships huh? they always produce they seem to yeah. produce keep Martin producing talesta baresi i mean you can keep going huh? yep and, and uh, i think someone we have to talk about as well as part of the defense is donnarumma who mm. i think is the player of the tournament right if i'm not wrong uh, yeah, yeah but i mean was. i i want to disagree by the way for him winning yeah, i don't I, think i don't think it's fair to give him, i i think he's been extraordinary this um tournament but i do not think he's the best player in the italian team I who agree. actually deserves to get the yeah, if you want to give anyone from italy i think someone like perhaps pinazzola or even someone at the back i, I guess it's because of the penalty shootout both semi final yeah, and final mm-hmm. yeah but i mean if you want to look at a keep the best measure for keepers clean sheets like bigford has technically kept the most clean sheets mm-hmm. yeah. and in the penalty shootout he didn't do half bad as well la. yeah bigford uh, bigford kept them yeah the one yeah. we can talk about yeah we'll come to that but yeah what yeah. i would say is um i do not believe that doroma was he had a fantastic tournament no doubt but not the best player uh, yeah definitely or i would agree yeah. i just saying la, like Uh, it to follow up uh, after buffon right it's not a easy yep. easy thing to do uh. and he's 22 and he's handling it with ease and i mean i know we're talking about the penalties later but just i'm just going to say uh, the way he reacted after he saved the penalty like yeah. not, there was no not, reaction uh, there, there was, was not he just cold yeah. uh, cold blooded guy uh, that guy and school, yeah, yeah he's going to go to psg uh, after this yeah. Uh, yep. yeah getting the back uh. <laughs> i think i think yeah tarun do you have something sorry uh i mean i actually disagree with you guys like i just i feel that 
he did ah. deserve to win player of the tournament. Okay. Because, uh, I mean, okay, because you said clean sheets are the best measure of a goalkeeper's performance, right? I disagree. Mm-hmm. Clean sheets are a measure of the defense's performance. And okay. I will say, I will say England have had the better defense, but Donnarumma for me has played better. Mm, okay, but if you were to compare men to men, Maguire, Stones, men to men on paper, Italy. I would say Italy edge it, to be but honest. You look at the way both teams have played. Italy, they constantly play with their entire team in the second half, in the opposition half, as opposed to how England play, which is a bit more sit back and soaking up the pressure. Yeah, true. Which favors a keeper. Plus, I think. Okay, I mean, it's debatable, uh, but I think we can move on. It's okay. No, we'll yeah. go on for a while. Yeah, but okay, lah. So end of the day, Italy's defense is amazing. I, yeah, I have yeah, no idea how no this team hasn't qualified for the 2018 World Cup. But revolutionized <laughs> the team, ah, Mancini. I talk about Mancini also. 34 games times. unbeaten, ah. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So yeah. So anything else you guys want to say about Italy? They can move on to like the goal, lah. Let's move on to the goal. Ah, to the goal, yeah. So I guess okay, lah. So to be fair, I have to give people a lot of credit. He made like an amazing save before Bonucci, yeah. you know. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Do you guys think maybe Mount could have done better? Because I look, <laughs> no, no, honestly, I feel like uh, if Mount Tarun, was, Tarun, Tarun has a lot of uh, interesting things to say about. He wasn't Mount. marking his men at that point. I feel I don't uh, know. It's a bit harsh, but okay lah. I will say it's maybe a bit harsh to blame him for that goal. Mm. He should have done better, maybe yeah, but it's not his fault that they considered. But he had a terrible game. Yeah, I think he was very subpar. Yeah, true. Mm. For his standards, yeah, definitely. I think 60 I, minutes at yeah. most. I think all of us were calling for Mount to get taken off. But uh, yeah, <laughs> he kept him on till like 90. Even he played a bit of extra time as well, I'm not wrong. So I think yeah, Mount yeah. came off yeah. in the 99th minute. Yeah. Yep. yeah. He, he had a very subpar game uh, overall. So yeah, that's quite bad to see. But the goal itself, I thought, was quite brilliant. I think it was just sustained Italian pressure. They, yeah. they just um, carried on where they left off in the first half. Never gave England a chance. They just kept going, going, and eventually they knocked down the brick wall that is Jordan Pickford. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he has been a brick waller, to be fair to him. Yes, yes. He, he really has. He had a very good game. Oh, apart from the goal. Gets, right? Yep. Definitely. He's been solid. He's been rock solid. And I think you have to give him credit for that. But uh, yeah, Bonucci scored. Uh, yeah, I have him FPL. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Save yes. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, go ahead. No, I think just the goal, right? Like what he said, the sustain is the Italian pressure. I think this goal just typifies their spirit, like their ability to stay strong and resilient. One nil down, at you know, at your at your opponent's home ground, and yeah, mm-hmm. they just look, they just looked on it all the way, and yeah, they yeah, got I, I guess it speaks of the volumes of experience that Italy and the defense, specifically that, those two, have. That's like, a good well, point. Yeah, <laughs> you can't you can't have a team with like sixty thousand people. Opposing you and you still have the period to you know fight back. And I, if it if it happened the other way, right, like England or Italy, so right, this would never have happened. Do you like, all think that the age was a factor in how the game turned out? Just curious, like the average I age think of experience England was a factor. Yeah, experience is yeah, more than age. Experience, uh, like if like look at Bellingham, Foden, these are young people, but they got experience at playing in the highest level, like Champions League, semi-final, final. And if more English players like Rice Phillips, they're still not at the highest level in their club. Right? I feel over the next 15 months before the World Cup, if you know they, they are able to... I don't know if Rice, Rice may move to another team. I don't know. Phillips is also probably sought after. If they go to a big, much bigger club, they can uh, get used to soaking up pressure from fans. Uh, 
and that's mm. a big uh, element of yeah, this. Yeah, the expectations, right? Getting yeah, used to those expectations. I think, but, yeah, like what yeah, you say, Rice is probably looking or angling for a move to Chelsea because he is a boyhood Chelsea fan. Or maybe, who knows, United? Yeah, I mean, I would take summer. him gladly, but... <laughs> yeah. Would be nice. Yeah. That would be amazing. Huh? Like, there would be like four or five players from the England starting eleven in United. Sancho, <laughs> Rice, Maguire, Shaw. <laughs> Oh. I mean, okay, we, can, anyway. we can dream, up, we can dream. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, So I guess anything else you guys want yeah. to add on second goal? I think yeah, it's a good goal. It is is well deserved, I think Italy. As in, I think we didn't realize how well Italy were playing until they scored the goal because after that, they, I think they they showed the stats on the screen and then like you saw like and every, <laughs> they dominated possession. They were dominating the shots. England had two shots, one on target, as opposed to like mm. Italy seven, seven shots. 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 Seven, seven shots, four on target. From four on target, yeah, correct. Something four, like that. They had like seventy-one percent possession or something like that. They were dominating, like were absolutely, absolutely dominant. Playing. I saw, yeah, I saw a step of Kane. He had, he didn't have a touch in the eighteen-yard box, according to Alan Shearer. That's what he said. Uh, okay, the, but yes. that was also okay, so can't can't criticize Kane because he was yeah, actually playing. Uh, at some point, he was playing a centre mid and he was playing, playing his role Cam, better than he was yeah. playing his role better than a lot of number tens in the world. I would say. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I think. I think I don't know if we want to track back to the whole South getting, but I feel like maybe, I don't know, uh, to exploit Kane, you need to use him as a full number nine. Uh. If you make him drop back a bit, uh, I don't know. Sometimes no, but I, think, I, uh, I feel like, I mean, he's been used, he's been uh, doing that role in Spurs. Yeah. Uh, okay. And that's yeah. and that's probably his, and I think this is his, probably his, one of his best returns by, uh, I mean, topping the goal scoring and assist charts. And it's yeah. like a new uh, element of his game that he's added to. And which, also, yeah, yeah, the first what? goal came, came that way. Uh, because he dropped deep and came into the midfield and, and found Trippier with yep. their pass. So, yep. yeah. I think Class. it was the right decision. Yep. Okay. okay. Uh, fair enough. Uh. And also, okay. Uh, so, I think we can next talk about... Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, Do we have to talk about... Okay. Uh, extra we, time. We've got to talk about it. I guess extra, extra okay, time. let's go to extra time first. Sorry. I mean, what do you want like, to Very quick. Uh, extra time was just a... Say really anything. The subs, was, la. I would say the subs yeah, were the subs. most... Notable yeah. part of extra time. Do you do you yeah. guys think you should you could have added someone else or like mm-hmm. order wise or anything? Foden, Sancho, maybe. I mean, earlier, just, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of, I mean, what I've saw and what I've seen in social media on the fans, okay, we'll come to that. I'm not talking about that uh, thing you're talking, thinking about, but something else. It's more to do with the fact that, yeah, um, perhaps he could have taken off, he took off Walker, like, to for mm. the penalty shootout, right? Maybe he would have done that a lot earlier. Like, maybe um, uh, earlier in the ex- earlier in extra time, a lot earlier, probably. That's a lot of um, calls made by English fans. Uh, but, I mean, I guess... I, I, don't, I don't think you could have taken off Walker earlier, though. I mean, this basically taking away the right back and mm, looking at Italy's left would have been disaster, I would say. Yeah, true. I guess maybe you could have going go, go, gone harder la, to win it towards the end of extra time. Instead of I guess this. so. Yeah, I take yeah. that risk, la, is what yeah. I say. Because, come on, la, I mean, we all talked about this. Donnarumma versus Pickford, we clearly know who's going to be the winner if it goes okay, to Okay, to be fair, Pickford held his own. Okay, okay. to be yeah, fair, yeah. yes. Okay, yeah, but... yes, yes. Okay, come. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. I think, okay, so, but I overall, I would say in terms of... um. I mean, if I were to compare it to like perhaps, I think he did something similar to Ole in the Europa League fi- uh, final where he bought in the good penalty takers or supposedly good penalty takers, uh, Rashford and Sancho. Rashford, of course, we know he scored that uh, penalty against PSG, so he has a good record uh, yeah. going into the penalty. Sancho, I'm not too sure about his record for Dortmund, but I heard he does take penalties if I am not wrong. 
so i mean on paper i think it's still a it, it's a good decision to make a uh, take bring them on but whether you bring on hand take off henderson i am not too sure because henderson is one of your more experienced players who i mean may not be the best penalty taker in the team but uh, you need your experienced heads to handle the pressure uh and perhaps maybe there was one uh, mistake which one of the few mistakes uh, southgate made which i i personally felt like cuz i think henderson is one of the older players and like what you guys said experience matters in a big big final um, especially in penalties yeah 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 plus also and, the whole the social media uproar so if you guys have noticed is the fact that sancho and rashford didn't even touch the ball until they took the penalty and they apparently didn't warm up at all apparently that was a big criticism so oh. would you rather have someone who barely touched the ball like rashford playing right wing back or right back cuz they were just sitting back at the end of the mm. extra time then sancho mm. barely touched it then your first thing to do is take a decisive penalty and you didn't warm up also cuz you came on so late and you, i don't know why like did you warm up apparently so yeah this is not ideal uh, to ask for mm. yeah. southgate but yeah like, then they nine out of 10 like what because he was right so credit yeah. credit I mean, to be fair he's he's one of the most successful managers recently uh, in for england Yeah, Even really. all this uproar and criticism of his decisions, which are warranted, like I feel some of them, but still, ah, uh, overall, I think the mm. penalty taking thing uh, may be a bit blown out of water. Mm. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Speaking of penalties, let's go to the <laughs> ele- the elephant in the room. I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is the elephant's horn on the elephant. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. But yeah, it's, it pains ah uh, for me to. Let's see. go, but let's go penalty by penalty. Uh, yeah. Yeah. ஒன்னேட்டிபிள்ட்டி bottom corner no chance for donnarumma yeah, very full yeah. stretch donnarumma couldn't save that no one is saving there la yeah. it's just so, perfectly placed la yep i don't yeah, know and, uh, this was uh i found it a bit strange that he wasn't taking the decisive penalty la i would say if anyone in Eng- in the english team had to take the decisive penalty it would be kin yeah i yeah, yeah. that's that's something okay, we would also fair, la. also you can i mean just to offer a counter argument um you need a good start in a penalty shootout especially uh, to set the tone do would you want a young star to take instead maybe okay maybe they could shuffle the order around a bit but uh, you would i mean there's a lot of arguments like i can also say that you want a good the your best penalty taker to be the first penalty taker so he gets it out of the way and gets you a good start in, imagine let's say the let's say the italians actually miss the first penalty one nil up you have the advantage and then from there it gets slightly easier for your younger players to come and take the penalties uh, so that's another argument you guys can think about also but yeah i guess good penalty la either, either way it's a very good penalty mm. i think okay, i don't know if you want to go chronologically i don't remember all the italian penalties but i know maguire's one for back okay <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay we'll have the okay. camera with uh, you do you all have the do you all have the i okay i i think the second one was by yeah, yeah. let's just go in order after harry kane was the belotti penalty belotti yes okay. he missed right Yeah so yeah. his face immediately like, I was staring because he's going to miss he yep. missed it. <laughs> I I think I think you can see a lot of things on the face which is quite interesting honestly it's an interesting mm. observation like from the player's face like you can tell whether he's confident or not whether he's going to score and but I mean Belotti did not look confident you can see the fear in his eyes uh. and mm-hmm. I think the players with fear they generally tend to miss uh, more often than not and uh, yeah. yeah I think Pickford saved it right 
Yeah, it's a very good save. Pickford um, stepping up after. I mean, I think credit to. I think Pickford has really been one of England's standout players. I mean, yeah. I think for all the criticism he's gotten, I mean, yeah, he he has had to deal with his demons throughout <laughs> the tournament. I think with. Uh, I mean the the bad side of Pickford, like him losing possession. Uh, throwing, I mean, having some careless throws and getting intercept, intercepted by strikers. Um, all that aside, um, he has been one of England's top performers. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I think I, I will admit it. I was, I spent every single game, every single England game, I was just waiting for Pickford to make a mistake. <laughs> and like, especially in knockout stages, I was like, oh my god, he's going to be the reason they got every single game. And then, right up to the penalty shootout, I was still like, oh, he's going to lose the game for them. But to his credit, fact, if anything, I, he was the one who saved. Uh, yeah, he was the one who them a chance, them in the game. He gave yeah, them a chance. Yeah, in the last game. I think in extra time, if I'm not wrong. Italian, it, like, it was a corner or something, and then Italians were just bombarding the box. And then I think he just, space, uh. yeah, yeah, the one he just mm-hmm. stood his ground, and then I think yeah. he, took a, he took one to his chest or shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really, really good to watch. So, yeah, yeah I so, think, yeah. Okay, yeah, so I think we're moving on from Bellotti's penalty. Uh, step up, Maguire. So, I mean, okay, so myself and my friend, uh, basically, we were like, <laughs> we were taunting Tarun the whole game about many other players doing well. And uh, step up, oh, Maguire. And, and all this no, while, we were just, jo- we're just joking like, at this yeah. point in time. We were just talking about Luke Shaw and Maguire doing well. And then the second penalty, we see Maguire stepping up. Both of us were, both of us are trembling. That's all I can say. It's like, <laughs> I could just see it in the back papers Maguire misses England crash up. <laughs> And then, and then my man Maguire takes the best penalty of the whole tournament. Yeah, it's unsavable. Yeah, that is unsavable. What a Power penalty. placement. Everything. You see the camera, you went like black after he Yeah, I went black. <laughs> yeah, he took out the camera. He took yeah, out the yeah. camera. What a pen. What a pen. It looks like those, you know, Chris MD videos where he says, I'm going for the GoPro. <laughs> <laughs> he basically did that, you know, picking yep. European final. Yeah, yes, class man. Yeah. Yeah, so this is the question that I want to ask you guys. So I'm sure a defender is never, I don't know, like, usually is a defender in, um, in the I'm, second I'm choice. Like you're like Ramos, like a specialist for penalties. Okay, but I doubt Maguire is a specialist, so right? Yeah. yeah, he doesn't. So, he doesn't. so why is he taking, so if he's allowed to say, oh, I'm taking a second penalty, why is Saka, why is someone like, I don't know, Sterling, Luke Shaw, Stones, they're more experienced. Probably, I mean, not okay, saying that I'll I take watched, fifth penalty. I, over I watched the post-match interview. I think Southgate was the one that decided in the end who the five penalty takers are. Yeah. And probably it was set in stone before the game itself. I, I think there was maybe a bit of shuffling around, but more or less, I think it was discussed before that um, Saka was going to take the fifth penalty and yeah. Maguire was probably going to take the second penalty. And I think it's based on and okay, to be honest, they haven't really been tested in penalties the whole tournament. So, yeah, um, it's something they had to discuss. I don't even I... think they get tested in training. Huh? No, but, <laughs> no, but if, if I'm, I'm not kicking wrong, against right? Nick Pope, Ramsdale, <laughs> versus Donnarumma, it's like okay, okay, a massive... Okay, but, but if I'm not wrong, right, Southgate did say that it was based on training. Yeah. Right. It was based on training, the, the first five. So, yeah, sure. yeah. there was a reasoning. Uh, there was the reasoning behind okay, it. Yeah. Fair, fair. And I, like you guys say, his decisions have been right 90%. So, yeah, you have to give him credit. Okay, so moving on from Maguire's top corner, who's next? Uh, Bonucci. Bonucci, I think it's a good penalty, right? Yeah, he, I think penalty. Pickford went the right way, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Bonucci has been pretty good in penalties. I think, yeah, Bonucci took a bit of a started run-up. Mm. Pickford died first, and then Bonucci still went the same way, and he scored. Yep. Yeah. That was, that was nice. Yep. 
uh, <laughs> then uh, and then the infamous uh, oh, I, felt that, I felt that I really felt that uh, oh, I felt so I felt I felt Wait, so bad was it Sancho or Rashford first it was Rashford, 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 Rashford first so the, I, I don't know I find it I personally find starters very very uh, no you know do you know do you know why did there was there was a talk before uh, after the game right where he tried a different run up apparently so he was standing straight behind the ball if you notice and yeah he was doing this weird like like he was trying to either either I I don't know. I think once the referee blew the whistle, right? He took ten seconds before he started taking steps. If you not, if you all notice, then I was like, why are you not? Why are you doing something that you've never done before? You have taken a penalty in, in Paris against like all the odds and scored scored the winner maybe, for us. Why not like? I mean, <laughs> you never know. Like, maybe it's something he's been practicing in training, like for this moment. Ah, I feel like. Yeah. But yeah, it, it didn't work out in the end, lah. Like, yeah. It's. I mean, to be honest, he was very close to it. I mean, yeah. He he like the intention yeah. of of the, with our starter was good because. Donnarumma did go the wrong way. He saw yeah. him going to going to his left, right. So that's why he went for the right. He's just unlucky. Yeah, he hit the post. We we talk about a game of fine margins, right? England literally lost by what two centimeters. If that was past the yeah, post if, into him, then they are probably winning. Yeah, it's three three. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that's how. So fine. yeah, I mean, I the moment Rashford missed, I just knew if England are going to lose this, it's not not good, ah. Huh? Especially since he's a playoff, I mean, he's a, he's a black player, lah. I mean, really, it, it's, I, it's unfortunate that all of us have to think that way. But unfortunately, that's how English fans are, lah. Which we'll come to that soon. Uh, but yeah, is I just knew the moment Rashford missed. Oh no, this is not good. This is not good at all. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I, I was just, I was very worried for him, lah. Honestly, I, I hope as a United fan, this doesn't, you know, bring his confidence down for the new season. Uh, hopefully, he gets back from that. Uh, yeah, we shall see, lah. Yep. I'm and sure then, he's a strong boy. <laughs> next penalty was uh, Bernadeski. Bernadeski, yeah. Yeah, and uh, a good penalty. Straight to the center takes mm-hmm. a lot of balls to go balls, down the yeah. center. Yep, and uh, I mean it worked out in the end, so no one can say anything. I mean, if Pickford saves it, it becomes a very horrible penalty. But yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that's, okay. I, I, that's why I always believe penalty is a lottery. As long as you keep it on target, you're giving yourself a chance. So yeah, that's fair enough. I, I, so I, I think it's unfair to say this is a bad penalty. This is a good penalty because. And the day it goes in the net. It's every penalty that is on target is a penalty that you can say it's a good penalty, lah. To me, as long as it's on target, it's a good penalty. Yeah, yeah. So, mm. and then and next uh, up steps next famous <laughs> Jadon Sancho. Sancho, <laughs> number seven. What a what a bargain, Mister Pramod. <laughs> <laughs> why? Wait, why are you using my words against me? This has nothing to do. I mean, <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying. I'm, no, I'm I just, mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was also the biggest advocate for him being a bargain, right? So. Uh, I mean, yeah. this doesn't really change much. I mean, once yeah. again, I want to remind everyone about the fact that they hadn't warmed up, they hadn't touched the ball. First touch of the ball was a penalty. Maybe it could have caused this miss. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe but it could have uh, again, it. again, as I said, it was on target. Donnarumma made an excellent save. It was, hmm. I mean, criticism-wise, it wasn't central to central as well. It was, I mean, it was. I think just Donnarumma in general is just a hard keeper to beat in penalties, lah. Yeah. Hmm. Plus, he he went for placement. How do you even guess which way to go? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can cover like. Even if he dies, his legs are so long that he probably covers the other side also. <laughs> yeah, like so. Yeah, you can't go. The, you, I don't think you can go to the center with Donnarumma because he will just use his trailing leg to kick it over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he's yeah. so he's so long. Uh. It's just then, intimidating. Yeah. Plus, I'm sure he like, went for placement. Yeah. Uh. yeah so yeah. so even even if he was in the corner, right? Donnarumma has enough time to get to there, and that's why he made the save. Mm. And that's a good point, I think. I just, like most of the players who miss went for placement. Only Maguire went for the power, and 
I think Kane was kind of I think the mixture. If you think about it, all Kane the power, power, penalty, yeah. power penalties were the ones that actually worked against Aruma. So perhaps it's something yeah, they could maybe have they should studied. That, but yeah. then again, Yala is in. I mean, you can when things don't go your way, you can you can analyze. You can say this yeah. didn't go. Up. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's Wait. something they would have considered. But I guess it didn't work out in the end. We wouldn't be. I mean, on another day, England could have won on penalties or so. so. Yeah, I think Vardy should have been in the squad. You know, the Vardy penalty. He just yeah, smashes, smashes it yeah. in the middle. La. I yep. think that's what you need uh, for the Roma. Uh, yeah, Arjun, you were saying something. No, because, yeah, I mean, he, they, maybe they could have gone for power. But with power penalties also, there's a, there's a wider, a wider margin. No. Yeah, error, like you, margin of error, yeah. It could have been a John, it could have been a John Terry. Yeah. He could have squires. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, very hard to, to say now la, that you should have done that. Mm. Hindsight is 2020. Mm. So yep. the next penalty was by Jorginho. Was it Jorginho? Oh, Jorginho. Jorginho. Yeah. So Jorginho had match point <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Uh, all of us were like, okay, he's going to score. The starter, hop, skip, jump incoming. Yeah. Pickford has no chance because he's a penalty specialist. Yeah. He yeah. probably would have taken penalties for Italy if they ever had a penalty in open play. And you uh, say his first miss in like forever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is right. Like, I remember yeah. he, Leno saved one. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> the last time I remember him missing. Was that like this season? Premier League, yeah, this season. Okay, this okay. Season. that's not that bad, that far. But yeah, like, I guess the expectation was it's game over for England. Yeah. <laughs> Once you saw And uh, up step, uh, my man Jordan Pickford, Mr. Yes. T Rex hands himself. <laughs> what a what, what a what a save. It yeah. was so dramatic. I was happy for him. Was like against the I, post I was, and he I was celebrating. I like I was, I was going berserk at that point because yeah. at that point I thought, okay, Pickford saved it. Okay, England are in the game. They're going to actually win this day. It might, it might actually happen. It might be coming yeah. home. And like as a neutral, I just wanted more twists and turns. Uh. So I was uh, hoping for Pickford to save to see what happens. Uh, but then yeah, what, like, a no save. what a save! What a save! I mean, yeah. I thought I, I, was, I felt like oh okay. England, I think I mean, it could England, it could yeah. be the if there's a title for save of the tournament, I, I would say that one this one. Granted one of, the yeah, granted the yeah. magnitude. The magnitude of the, pressure, yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. Yeah, I could I could Definitely, say Definitely, so. yeah. Plus the whole dramatic theatrical nature <laughs> against the post, he catches it. Oh, I was like wow. Yeah, I thought you were spill all over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like <laughs> I dramatic. thought it was gonna spill over. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, yep. and, then, and then that happens and then um, immediately okay all of us are debating who is going to be fifth penalty is it going to be Sterling is it going to be Grealish is it going to be one of the big players stepping up is it going to be another centre back no no uh, no, no. Up it's, going be, it's going to be it's going to be Bukayo Saka I think Arjun you're the best person to walk us yep. through what happened walk us through maybe walk us through how you felt walking up towards the penalty spot I knew he was going to miss that. I knew he was going to miss if I'm being honest uh, yeah. just so that people know I'm pretty sure you guys know already but this was his first ever Penalty, penalty, penalty. Yeah. penalty. I mean, yeah. So why like, is Southgate yeah, losing it? So that's my, that's that's honestly my, if my only like, like I guess uh, criticism, major criticism of Southgate. I think that should have been avoided. Uh. I mean, you can say yeah, in training these were the five best players, but there's a difference between doing it in training and then doing it in this occasion. And I like the fact that he trusts his youth. I like the fact that he's trying to involve Saka, Foden, you know, and Bellingham. Obviously, in the future, we will see more of him. But there comes a time where you need your experienced players to step up. And uh, I'm not going to blame Sterling and Grealish because it was the manager's decision. I'm sure, I'm, I think Grealish posted on Twitter. Yeah, there was a tweet. There's a tweet I want, yeah, he offered to take the panel. So it's, it was down on Southgate. And I'm trying to find a, like a devil advocate argument for Saka taking the fifth penalty. I, but I'm really struggling here. I, I don't see how you give pretty much the most important penalty in England's history to this till this to day. The, to the youngest player on the, the pitch. The 19-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Who has never... And he's not a penalty specialist as well. 
Mm. So so I just cannot see the rationale. And the fact is that he's not someone who's taken penalties ever for even for Arsenal. So why why give that risk to him? And and as a youngster, obviously Saka is going to be yeah I will take it because. He doesn't have that fear yet. Maybe that yeah. was the gamble that Southie was going for because yeah. I think mm. all this while penalties, right? Players with... Okay, it is just... Uh, I mean, you say you struggle with counter-argument. This is what I feel. Uh. Mm. Okay. Um, so perhaps the players who have more experience also take on more... I mean, they put more pressure on themselves. Yeah, definitely. And these younger players generally tend to play with no fear. Mm. And perhaps Southgate thought that a player with no fear maybe might be the best option to take the penalty. But yeah, I think it's still a very weak argument. Yeah. Because, I, I mean... mean Harry, if that's the case, why is Harry Kane taking a penalty? Yeah. Mm, I mean, yeah. he has experience. He's probably one of the most experienced players there. He's, he's he, a very taker for England, yeah. So, yeah. why not so, take him for the and, fifth penalty? And yeah. Grealish is... I mean, he's a captain at Villa. And yeah. he takes penalties for Villa. I so, don't so think so, actually. He hasn't, hasn't, hasn't taken a penalty. He hasn't taken a penalty for two years, actually. He's only taken one, I think. Yeah. I think El Ghazi takes it for Aston Villa. I, I, I was mistaken for this also. I thought he was the penalty taker for Aston yeah. Villa, but he's no, not. No, but he, my my argument is that he does take penalties. Like uh, maybe okay, it's been some time, but he has the experience mm. of taking penalties in a game. It's just so alien to me that that they came to the conclusion that Saka should be the decisive penalty taker. Like mm. even if 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 that was the order they were going with before the shootout, I can understand that. But after seeing you know Jorginho's penalty being saved. You know that this you have to score this next penalty to keep it in the game and and give Pickford a chance to win it for you after that. I, I think Southgate should have should have stepped up, should have told Saka, you know what? I understand you you have the confidence to do it, but I, I think right now we need the experience. And he should have given it to Grealish because Grealish was keen to take a penalty. I I believe he should have made that decision. As mm. as harsh as it sounds, I think he should have done it. Yeah, Definitely. but I don't know if you can change the packing order while the penalty is going on. Yeah. Can I? Okay. Yeah, I think you're supposed to submit the the, the order. I feel like order. you can must submit, but okay la, Whatever the but case is. Either yeah. way, yeah. I mean, if that was the case, Southgate. I mean, yeah. He's. I guess it's 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 another uh, decision that is quite unpopular. Um, but so far, his unpopular decisions had paid off up until that point, and yeah. I think that was probably one of the very very few decisions that was probably wrong. He got. Yeah. I mean. Southgate can put up his hand and uh, say for it wrong. Right? Yeah, at that point. I think, yeah. in fact, actually, the Saka substitution was actually very bright. Uh. If you see the whole Bonucci, I think Bonucci or Bonucci you Kilini know, tugged his shirt and brought yeah. it down. It was oh, was like, yeah. How do we not talk about that? Yeah. Basically, what <laughs> I want to say. Like yeah. a child. Uh. <laughs> yeah, basically, he was he just running the defenders like, like he, they could have handled him. And he was yeah. doing so well. And to see him, you know, end yeah. up like that and right. get right. all this sort of abuse or whatever that will come to be so disheartening and it's disappointing. At the end of the day, yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, his assist to Sterling was the one was what got us into the final, right? So yeah, the Denmark uh, one, right? Yeah. How can you be there blaming him if he passed it okay. to Sterling? So to be fair, I think most fans have gotten behind him. Uh, like they, they obviously you can't pin an entire defeat on a 19-year-old kid uh, for missing a penalty. <laughs> like it just doesn't make sense. I mean, like what Vika said, penalties are a lottery, and sometimes you get the benefit, sometimes you, yeah, you have this kind of harsh defeats. But yeah, like, I don't think anybody's fixating on him. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, yeah, I think yeah, this is a good point, good way to move to the yeah. post-match. Yeah, Just... so anyway, so yeah, that's, that's uh, transitioning. <laughs> transitioning, I think, as England, like international England fans, right, we all want England to win. But I, I feel like the local English fans are more uh, self-indulgent and self-absorbed than we think. Uh. In, in, and why I think this is so, they, they feel, I feel like they, they sometimes 
feel like since they haven't won in 55 years, they can be entitled and sort of go around seeing that they're the best. Although it's kind of mockery of themselves. They're also trying to like, I don't know, they do it too much. And <laughs> weird conspiracy theory is the karma of them doing that kind of backfired. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. it's a weird sort of thinking I have. But you know, the whole laser pointing thing, booing at national terms, sort yeah. of <laughs> Kane missing a penalty against Michael and barely, you know, uh, scoring. All that factors sort of turn into this negative karma ball and then went back to <laughs> England to haunt them at the end. So, yeah, so yeah, so transitioning to the whole fans' point of view uh, of the game, I guess, you guys, you guys want to talk about the whole social media uproar and oh stuff. Yeah, I so, mean, yeah. okay, I would say, okay, I, I would say it's all not, okay, in all honesty, yes, there's a lot of negativity surrounding the whole penalty, the three penalty takers who missed. I mean, first of all, okay, disgraceful behavior, but I think it was expected, completely expected. I mean, unfor- as unfortunate as it sounds, I think all football fans could say that it was expected. And frankly, it's it's quite sad that all of us expected. Lah. And I mm. hope for a day that it, it comes to a point where there is... But this, on, in all honesty, we can never fully kick it out, it, but it we can yeah. take steps towards um, eradicating it. And I think that's what a majority... <clears throat> of the people actually did, which I think was quite good to see as well. Uh, I think a lot of people, a lot of uh, prominent figures were quick to protect these three players especially. And mm. um, yeah, this is something which I don't know if it, I've seen this before in a major, I guess a major, I, I, this kind of abuse especially. I, I haven't seen players come or major figures uh, come to the defense of such players in uh, such a magnitude. So I think that was one good thing to see. But I mean, and then again, yeah, this is just... Uh yeah, inexcus- an inexcusable behavior like, in my book. Yeah, I think I think Talbot posted something on Instagram today. Uh, do you want to share what he posted? He posted something on his story right, about uh, apparently domestic violence, domestic abuse is projected to rise after England's loss, oh and people God. were like apparently fighting and like abusing black uh, fellow black black fans outside the stadium after the match, throwing beers at each other, throwing chairs at each other, all this kind of stuff. I think I read from Talun's post, uh, <laughs> and if that's what. <laughs> Uh, I mean, for anyone man, who's yeah. who's interested listening to this, I just uh, shared the post by Jamila Jamil, the actress. Oh, from Good Place, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, the Good Place actress. Mm. And basically, after Tumalto's 18 months for everyone around the world, including Italy, where I think it was one of the first few countries in Europe where uh, COVID was struck. So England can go around saying, oh, we had it bad because you know, we wanted to win because we had very bad 18 months because of COVID. NHS suffered a lot. Italy suffered, I think, Equally yeah. or more than you. So, okay, but I mean, even every, every country suffers. Every country so, suffers. Yeah, so because they're using a, this as an excuse. Argument to say to, that, that's oh, not an excuse no. at all. I mean, yeah, everyone suffers. It's not an excuse. That's not. You, I mean, I mean, for us, I mean, for us in Singapore, like we talked about last episode, booing another country's national anthem, it's like an unthinkable thing we can do, honestly. Because yeah. we have, especially yeah. for people who have served the nation, like we know it. Like, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, jokes about NS aside, we, we do have a sense of national pride. We do have a sense of uh, sense respect. of belonging to our country and respect to other countries yeah. as well. Yeah. So for us, I it's think, something yeah. infathomable, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like like you said, like, hey, when you have the national pride, obviously, like, naturally, you will have that that idea that other people have that pride for their country and you would res- be respecting because you want to have that mutual understanding between people of different countries. But, yeah, I, I guess... Within the stadium, the fans never took to that idea, and they were, they. I mean, even after the anthem, they were booing the Italy players at the start. I remember when they yeah. just got the ball, and I, I mean, I just don't get it. I guess they were trying to contribute in their sense of trying to put off the opponent. And I mean, I'm not saying that there aren't hostile 
uh, venues like even in Champions League like when you go to if you go to like uh, certain Italian clubs or Turkish clubs the 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 the, the atmosphere can be hostile but yeah just the the fact that it's happened throughout the tournament and then yeah. the anthem thing and then I saw a video of fans trying to storm Wembley before the game started mm-hmm. oh yeah and then two and then I mean like these poor stewards I mean what can these five six stewards do against like a like a flock of zombies uh? <laughs> pretty is yeah, is, uh, and, once yeah, once I again, mean, I like, think it comes to the point of entitlement. Like you feel like you suffered a lot through COVID, therefore you deserve to be in the stadium. When someone has paid a grand or two grand for a ticket and you didn't pay for that, and you come across from the other side of the country to storm into a stadium, I think it's just indulgent, self-absorbent. You just want to think about yourself. You feel you are the, you deserve it more than the rest. I think that's ultimately the downfall of English fans. Uh. And I think, as I said, that sort of wrapped up in a karma ball went and hit back. And the players who don't deserve it, Saka, Rashford, Sander don't deserve it. What do they do? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean if you want to go to the racist thing, I mean, without Sterling, without hmm. Saka, without Calvin Phillips is also black. Without, I thought Rashford. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm talking about we talk about the influence of the pitch where you have a good team spirit. Let's say Rashford wanted to have a big ego, saying that he doesn't want to play second fiddle. He could he, he could easily become like the French camp, like what we saw with Mbappe yeah. and Giroud. I mean, everyone played their role to perfection. And honestly, this immigrant community within the national team is so, so important for them reaching the final. Mm. And I mean, in, in one instance, they can just forget that. Uh, I mean, just forget about the whole tournament. Yeah. That's, I think thing. It, that's a good point. Uh, like, uh, I think because a lot of the English fans are working class, right? So they can relate to people like Sterling's uh, Rashford who have worked from, worked their asses off to get where they are. And to see themselves being abused, right? I guess it's so unacceptable because they are a microcosm of a lot of the uh, black or like underprivileged uh, members of the society. So if you're racially abusing them, you're technically racially abusing the minority or like the, the black community they represent, which is completely unacceptable because, yeah. like I said, Calvin Phillips probably the assisted, assisted the first goal in the Euros. Sterling, best player, Sancho, Rashford, Sal, all of these are vital key players of the, of the team. And mm-hmm. you have the balls to go and disrespect the black community like this. I think it's quite unacceptable. It's, it's disgraceful. Right? It's I mean, just disgraceful. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, yeah, you talked about how much they've contributed this team, right? And just just for the sake of argument, right? Even if they didn't, right? Racism is unacceptable in all contexts and exactly, yeah, in any yeah. situation. So, is I think it's just I guess with this situation, you see the hypocrisy even more. It's like it's, it's like when when you celebrate them scoring the winner, then the next minute they do something wrong, and then you just turn on them instantly. And you forget mm-hmm. the good things they've done. Uh, it's just said that they remember them only by their failures and then take it out in an inappropriate manner. I mean, constructive criticism is okay. You can criticize the player. Yeah, he, he missed that penalty. Fine, you can criticize him. You expected more of him. Fair enough. There's, there's, a, there's a logic to it. There's a constructiveness to that criticism. But once you, you try and... To push it to racism. Color, right? yeah. yeah. What does that have to do with anything? Right? Exactly. Like, yeah. Literally, what does that have to do with anything? If, right? if no anything, nowadays, like if I was Saudi, I'll be afraid to choose a black player towards a decisive, decisive sport kicker. Let's say in, in Qatar or in, in Germany in the 2020, yeah. what, the next year. Yeah. That, that's such a, like. And that <laughs> shouldn't be the case. Uh. That, that shouldn't, shouldn't be the case. case. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, yeah. But yeah. that's what it's uh, come to. It's, uh. really, uh, it's really unfortunate. If, if, I think England are the only country where they, the fans like fight among themselves, like the, the the whole black community and the non-black community. Just... I mean, I think it's there present in many many countries. It's just like football yeah. hooliganism as a as a concept is not uh, unique to England in any way, shape, or form. 
That's true. It's just I mean yeah, and and yeah. neither is racism lah. I mean obviously. Yep. Uh, it's present in pretty much every country. We can go. We can list out. It's just that right now England is being highlighted as the hotspot. Uh, the, the hotspot kind of yep. because yeah. of what happened. Mm. I think I think it hits us particularly harder, I guess, because we are football fans. That's that's mm. the truth. Huh? So and yeah. minority, minorities. yeah, definitely, yeah, it definitely hits home for us. So, um, yeah, just yeah. Also, do you guys see the viral video of uh, English fans hitting or other attack assaulting the Italian fans? Yeah, I, I saw that. Oh, was it outside the stadium? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think oh. so. It's, oh. it's again, scary. Again. Honestly, scary. Honestly, yeah. very scary. I mean, I'm. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, like, cause I saw the Italian fan like fall to the ground, right? And then three people just start kicking him, like, oh and then God. he's like looking up, and he's looking up in like, like he's just like puzzled, uh, like, why is this happening to me in that moment, and like, what did he do to deserve that? And you can see, like, you can see him, like, you can see him, like, facially, like, he looks like he's been let down by, by people that he expects to be his brothers, because at the end of the day, we all love football, we're all football fans, and in a final sum, there's gonna be a winner, there's gonna be a loser. Like and you shouldn't mm. hold that personally against these fans. Uh. If anything, you should congratulate them for their victory. Cause it's and on an international stage, right, it's a huge thing when a nation wins a trophy. Uh. And obviously, you can be disappointed, but there's a limit, uh, and they cross the yeah. limit way over the limit. Uh, yeah, me. yeah. The line was, I mean, the line is like a dot to them at this point. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah, it's just, it's just appalling. Like, it's just. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if even if let's say England won, right? I I wouldn't be surprised to see a uh, an incident that happened after the game, or I mean, it's just something that is um, not uniquely English, I would say. But uh, yeah, it it will. I I can see it being exploded. I mean, I can see a, a similar situation happening, like essentially. Yeah. Yeah, So I think sort of closing on this fan perspective, fan hooliganism, football violence, all this. Right? I think it's. I once again, I think I just want to raise the point that this is absolutely like denigrating and degrading behavior that none of us condone, none of us are accepted towards it. But it happens, uh, and I guess once again, the whole I I strongly believe it's the karma thing. England are always the favorites, and once for once we thought it could come home, but because you some idiot pointer, laser pointer, it didn't come home. I feel it's karma. <laughs> End of the day, I feel it's as simple as that. You don't cause harm to others. And you will receive the benefit of your success, of your efforts. You won't. I I just feel like you can't win always by sort of cheating and sort of booing the nation. All this kind of behavior won't last, lah. It's just. Uh, I mean, yeah. How ironic that it was a penalty that they tried to. Yeah, exactly. That's why I said. They I tried to. It's just let, like the football uh, gods yeah. try to play. Then the end was a penalty that that yeah. caused the downfall of England. Yeah, I oh, think when... I think the laser pointer ran out of battery. Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe Kelly uh, just blocked the, <laughs> blocked the <line>. <laughs> <laughs> using his large hands. Oh no, sorry, Donald Rumor using his gloves. He just like, <laughs> but yeah, la, so yeah. I think yeah. With that, I think we saw. Uh, do you guys have any other closing thoughts about the game? Yeah. Would it be another fifty-five years? <laughs> oh no, I, I, I do. I do see I, them winning. Okay. Like World Cup next decade. Within this next decade. Who knows? I don't. Maybe I actually Euros? can see the entire next Euro Euros. I, I made a I made a prediction that. that they were going to win either the Euros or World Cup. I see them win the World Cup, honestly. Oh, next next yeah, year, I think so, lah. I feel lah. I mean, it's not beyond possibility. Yeah, yeah it's not Because another thing I want to raise also is the whole idea of you know like Messi losing Copa America. We talked about that start. He won it. Ronaldo losing it against Greece in '04. Then he won it in 2016. For players to hit that heights of heights, right? You have to hit the lows of lows first. 
and I feel like players like Rashford, Sancho, all these yeah. players who have got abuse and whatever, putting the abuse aside, like, they have hit the lows of lows. I don't, I don't think I get lower than this. Missing yeah. a spot king in uh, uh, important like shootout. The, the most important. The most of important your career. Career. Yeah, I, hope, possibly... I really hope that Saka like grows from this and he mm. doesn't let. I mean, he's still at that that stage where maybe he's mentally still malleable or fragile. So I hope I hope he yeah. takes this in in his stride and and hopes that he sees that everyone is behind him and yeah, he's someone that I think everyone looks forward to seeing his development. And as an Arsenal fan, of course, I want to see him kick yeah. on from this and uh, get better and. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's he's a very how do I say like he's mature beyond his years, and I've seen that from the day he came in. I feel like he's a very likable player. I've never hated him. He's a, yeah, yeah. He's a very likable. In, in the English dressing room, he's quite a he's quite a funny chap. I mean, That's what yeah, majority yeah. of players say that. Shock all team is So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I think he's it's, a he's nice a decent guy. It's a nice to see that. Yeah. yeah. It's nice to see that at least they don't represent them <laughs> what's happening outside. Their whole their bonded and stuff. I guess I guess that's what's going to bring them on the ascendancy. Because yeah. once you hit such a low, the only way is up now. And the likes of Trent, I think Tarun will be happy. That Trent is going to be back in the squad for the World Cup. All these players are going to come back. I don't know, Greenwood think, may be back. That's, that's going to I think that's the, like the threatening thing about England for me in these upcoming years is that, one, they have a very young squad. Mm. Most of the players that uh, played regularly in these Euros, maybe barring the likes of uh, like Harry Kane, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe except him, most of them will be hitting their peak or like in their prime for the upcoming years, the next Euros, the World Cup after that. So that's obviously going to be a huge uh, plus point for England. And also they have a very good sense of uh, team spirit and camaraderie. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that is probably the most important thing that you will need to have yeah. to win. True. That wasn't seen in the whole golden generation, like the whole rivalry between yeah. players. Yeah, I think that was like back then, there was a time when mm-hmm. uh, club rivalry was... Very much, strong. Much bigger much than Much bigger than the, Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah even, definitely, like, yeah. If you look at derbies back then, like compared to derbies now, it's just a lot less intense now. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's a hopefully not a sad note to like sort of end the I podcast think, unless you guys want to talk about it. I think in review, I think just uh, Southgate, Southgate, Southgate and Mancini both have been the best managers yeah. of the tournament. Uh. I think definitely. both of sure, them yeah. deserve. Uh, I mean, I heard. Uh, Southgate might still be knighted. Uh, which, uh, mm. He uh, was two centimeters uh, away from getting. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait until next year when they win the World Cup. Uh. Yeah. 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 It's actually quite frightening to see where this thing can go. Like what I said, Trent, Greenwood, all this. Very excited, fight, honestly. Like, yeah, it's not even their full strength. It's not even their full strength team yet. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, it's a neutral. I just want to see like new countries coming up and getting the success. Like, it's a bit boring when it's just France, Germany, Italy, France, Germany, Italy in, mm-hmm. in, in phases. Typical powerhouses, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. I think this is very good for international football. And I mean, I think we can all agree that our interest in club football has like completely overshadowed uh, our interest in international football for many years. So let's hope that yeah. these, these players coming through will, I guess, increase the excitement and our engagement in that. Mm. I don't know about you guys, uh, but after this tournament, I won't say I'm a blind, I'm an England fan of blind loyalty. I actually support this team like purely like because I really like them. It's not because I watch English football, so I'm going to support England. This tournament has really changed their perspective and I'll be behind them for the next tournaments. I don't know if you guys are also in that boat, but yeah. It's in our one that you do well. Uh. Yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, same. but uh, yeah, honestly, I'm a neutral. <laughs> okay. So yeah, any, any final closing thoughts? Yeah, I think that's about it. Uh. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, like, guys, um, at the end of the day, despair, disappointment, disappointment, 
a lot of words to describe the past few days. And as I said, it's been a very bad week personally for me in terms of my attachment to sports. Uh, two of my idols got sort of dethroned. Another debate for another day. And adding to that, England were knocked out on possibly making history in 55 years. Hopefully it's not another 55 years or 30 years. Hashtag to be fair, they did make history. Uh. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Their second final. Okay, fair, true, true. Ever. Yeah, actually, true. if you look at it in a positive light, it's still progress. <laughs> like it's progress. It is progress. It is progress. It is progress. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, let's not devolve it. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, yeah, so it's still progress. It's better than the last time. And ultimately, that's what progress means. And hopefully, if you take the, the next step is to win a tournament and yeah. bring glory to England. It's a final final winner. So, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's about it from TNT. It's been an amazing journey discussing Euros, it's been a very enlightening journey also, you know, I've never enjoyed uh, discussing and watching international tournaments as much as this with yeah. my boys. So, yeah. any... It, it has been a super entertaining tournament. Yeah. yeah. Overall. It's definitely from, up to the... From the very first match day, group stages, knockout stages, been insane. Yeah, I think it's been quite memorable to see England going so far, so. And definitely, hopefully, not 55 years, hopefully, you know, 18 months, 15 months time, you can see some or rather hear some good news. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so I think yeah, with that, that's, that's the end of the podcast, this episode. And hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, if you're listening or if you're watching, you'll, be, you'll mean the world to us, you know, if you like liked our video or like considered following us on Spotify uh, and also, you know, uh, catching up on our future episodes. So yeah, with that, I think we'd like to wish everyone uh, a sort of... Uh, I, I don't know how to say it. I feel like I feel like everyone is so down, but it's just me. Because <laughs> <But laughs> I feel like everyone is an Indian fan, but I guess... It's okay. probably just you, Ram. Yeah, Pramo, just, just think of it as, a, as the beginning, not the end. Yeah, and there's a lot more yeah. to come from this team. Yeah. There's nothing to be disheartened about. Yeah, so, yeah, with that, I guess we'll see you next time. Okay, thanks, guys. Ciao, guys. Bye, guys.